Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Simple Can. Hope you enjoyed this one. had a good week uh last uh, simple can was met with a lot of love because i released it on time and this week also i plan to do the same the big thing i was excited about with sharing was the pratik kuhar video in the the thing i released the song thing i did which is super fun and i got pratik to be in it in the end which is super fun cuz everybody on the internet is like what is this why are you together when not hating on each other and that is really upsetting because it's normal to see people hate on each other and then they coming together is kind of like a weird thing yeah but it was super fun and super game uh, pratik was like yeah, i would love love to do it and he sent his video and i was very excited because the song i have been working on for a, for 5 weeks during the lockdown so it was very um very difficult i did a online uh, recording session uh with maya sound these are the the chaps who did the sound for me uh, murphy Ma- murphy records is what it's called nistula and uh, my uh, my manager oswal is the one who uh, organized all of this <laughs> so man i was just so excited to show that video and i couldn't tell anybody because it was part of the marketing and now it's out and everyone heard it it's going to be out on spotify and apple music soon so yeah that's it i'm getting into music big time mainly because i can't go outside so i want to do something so uh thank you for liking the song man i had so much fun making it uh i shot it and i got this awesome animator mahak to come and do some uh, squiggly it's funny people call animation and effects as editing everyone's like good editing i was like what what do you mean but in my head editing is when you cut footage but uh for the general audience editing means effects also and so uh and also namit who is a producer on that he helped me a lot and it was fun uh, it's a it's a it's a most high produced lockdown material i've done took about 5 weeks and today con- congratulations to everyone and me i did not drop my d it's nice and cool so today's episode i'm going to be answering a lot of questions cuz i collected a lot cuz you guys took what i said very seriously and commented on the simple can instagram page thanks a lot i've also taken pictures uh, not pictures that's creepy i've also taken questions from youtube as well so i'll be starting with the youtube questions first let's get on it can you have anxiety issues i get panic attack panic attacks sometimes uh, 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 uh i'm working on this with my therapist but whenever i'm feeling anxious and i tell my boyfriend he gets very uncomfortable So a good you have a therapist good job um he has never had any experience mental health issues neither with him nor with his friends and family he doesn't like to talk about anxiety issues he expresses that very bluntly and i feel hurt is this a red flag in a relationship or can we work on this i would like to stay anonymous <laughs> okay so i will cut out the name i took this question because the answers were like dump that son of a bitch He's not good for you. Cut him off. And um, I, 
I have been in this situation and I will tell you right now that your partner doesn't have to be a therapist and your partner doesn't have to understand something as complex as anxiety. You are living it so it's very obvious to you but uh, someone else who is not a psychologist I think assuming that they should understand what you're going through and what you're going through is very complicated. Immediately you might be like any the least you can do is trying to understand what I'm going through. So I don't know I mean, obviously we don't know your personal discussions with him but I don't know man I feel like it's not your partner's job and your partner's there to support you to help you but um if your partner's clearly saying that I can I don't know if he's saying that but in this situation I feel what I'm trying to say is uh you are going to the therapist which is freaking awesome because it's a very serious issue anxiety and you're going for it awesome but i think what tends to happen is when you go to a therapist you get so spoiled by how professional and burp coming <coughs> man that is good uh man that all sounded crispy <laughs> in the mix what what tends to happen is before i burped is you get used to how open and understanding your therapist is and how intelligent and empathetic and open they are and then you meet your your partner or your family members and you're like man you guys mean as shit and they're not uh you are being your therapist and your therapist is a professional uh your boyfriend will never have the nuance or the understanding uh you can hope that he will this is not a men thing even uh, i think some women get overwhelmed when the men are very overly emotional and it's a very complex emotion like guilt and regret it happens both ways your partner is not a therapist your partner is your support system but not a therapist a huge difference so maybe you can talk about uh i don't also know i don't know what's making him uncomfortable is he uncomfortable that he doesn't have the answers to it is he saying that i don't understand it um that's a different issue that even if you remove anxiety and if you said i'm having a tough relationship with my mother and he's like oh, my relationship with my mom is great so i don't understand what the shit they're talking about then this is a bigger issue than that but this is the reason i took this question is because what an insanely high expectation from a partner that not only do they have to be my support system not only do we have to have things we like not only do we have to be in love we, he also has to be my therapist she also has to be my therapist and understand me and accept me completely on my horrible days no that's that's an insanely high expectation if they're doing it awesome but if they don't do it or they're communicating to you that they can't in a nice way then it's okay you don't have to break up with that person so again very i know none of you will agree with me on this but i have been through this and it's a it's a conundrum because it's it's so easy to fall into that trap that um because you know i hear the reverse of this whenever i tell people that if you're going through something go to a therapist they like my family is there my brother or sister is there my wife or husband is there they are my therapist they're not don't put that pressure on them because imagine if you had a relationship where the other person just depends on you to get better emotionally you get so drained you have a friend you're like oh i don't pick up that call because he or she just keeps dumping on me and expects me to solve all their problems yeah you you, you can't after a point go see a therapist i'm your friend i also have needs so there's a fine line though so be supportive but you don't have to be the therapist again i don't know the detail of your conversation so this is actually not about you it's about this whole insane expectation from your partner 
also like if you have an issue you're dealing with which is again not your fault not your partner's fault why do you have to make it both like everyone's issue um there are some things that you got to figure out by yourself and if that process is bringing you down look to your partner your friends for help again if your partner can't do it ask your friends your partner is fulfilling a very specific need in your life which you define and they can't do everything say i think this another modification of this is i have a partner and i love swimming and my partner hates swimming is this a red flag uh i love swimming i'm a state level champion he doesn't understand swimming then have friends who swim i'm sure your partner fulfills other aspects so um because the same thing if it happened to you you would be like i can't do everything if your partner's like why can't you play ps4 with me why don't you understand gaming and you're like i don't give a shit about gaming <laughs> then he should go find friends who do that because there are other aspects that you're fulfilling dilip naga says how do you feel about liking a creator's work even when you know that they are a horrible person in real life for example suppose a musician makes amazing music that you love but then they also support racism or something <laughs> uh i love how you just you just categorize all problems as something it's a very <laughs> heavy question in a very the most heavy question the most casual way it's like what happens after death dude huh i was just emptiness vast emptiness is something i think um in your example you said musician is racist let's just go with that example what do you do with the creator's work ah up to you man i feel the only reason you even know that the musician is ra- uh, a racist is cause of the internet my biggest fear is that all the great people we know uh in history like michelangelo alexander gambell uh alexander the great sounds like a piece of shit person but all these people obviously did some shit and we're not going to know about it so we think they're okay but i feel like if the internet is there back then you will find out more controversies about them my blanket rule is i don't know i don't know is my blanket rule because i have become so cynical about powerful and famous people i also saw that jeffrey epstein netflix thing holy shit after you see that you don't know what the hell is going on but overall anyone who's powerful and very famous i just think they have done some messed up shit cuz powerful people get away with shit that we can't get away with so i'm sorry but i think all your heroes and everyone you look up to has done some stupid shit so either you'll stop listening to everything and just listen to the ocean or don't be surprised if your famous your your most famous hey your most favorite band has done some messed up shit if coldplay if some coldplay shit comes out now we're all screwed we're all immensely screwed if chris martin has murdered someone then there's no hope engineer tv says hi kenny i'm in my 20s moved to canada for higher studies and my dad is retired now i'm in a phase of my life where i want to earn money yeah you're in that phase now okay have a good lifestyle coming from a middle class family whereas my dad really wants me to be slash stay together i feel a sense of pressure concern that i have to be back home as soon as i'm done with studies or is it just me thinking i really don't know you're definitely thinking what do you do to keep your dad feel secure about the fact that his son will be there for him when needed i really don't know how to process these thoughts man i think your dad just misses you but it's classic 
child leaving the nest issue and i think the only thing you can do is be find a middle ground obviously i don't know what your age is but you can't live with your parents if that means your career is going to get completely screwed but if you want to be with them maybe you could find a compromise if you're in canada and they're in india i don't know man make sure you come home every 4 months if you can do that every 6 months if you can't do that i don't know say have a sit down with your dad i don't know maybe call him every day call him every day i think that's that's something you could do um yeah but it's it's a good problem to have your dad really loves you and he misses you and you just care about money you <laughs> know but maybe he didn't have the relationship with his father and i think he really has a strong relationship with you and it's very sweet that you care about how he feels and trust me i regretted not spending too much time with my family and um, now that i have the financial capability of meeting them i do that whenever i can so find a middle ground always remember it's not doesn't have to be their way or your way you can always find a middle ground if they don't want to do the middle ground then just do what you want to do but middle ground is always a possibility ashish j says hey kenny i had a question for you do you think indian stars supporting the riots happening in the us is hypocritical since the police brutality is 10 times more and racism in india also exists and is never mentioned also some of these actors endorse stuff like fair and lovely <laughs> uh another person asks the same question aba says um This is about chaotic situation in the US. You've seen how many celebrities and social media influencers from India stand up for George Floyd. It's all good and fine to support them, but these so-called influencers and celebrities when anywhere near the screen during the Delhi riots, do you think it is right of them to ignore the topic? Like, I don't know, they might have thought there's no hope for the country, but it's hypocritical how they are trying to ensure freedom in another country when their own country is suffering. My answer is how does it fucking matter what celebrities say and why do we care so much about what celebrities say because it's convenient no one cares about what politicians are saying lawmakers are saying elected representatives are saying everybody only cares about what celebrities say Ayushman Khurana's movie article 15 I'll keep bringing up. Uh it did really well, right? Uh, which really surprised me. But um so this which Shahrukh Khan made didn't do that well in the box office as compared to Chennai Express. Difference between Chennai Express and Swadesh. Swadesh talks about the class divide and um untouchability and all of that. But no one gave a shit. Everyone saw Chennai Express. uh celebrities you follow because they're entertaining they're fashionable and it's fun to look at their lives but why does anyone care about what they say also yeah when they did the ads of the fair and lovely many years ago even if they're doing it now or none of you cared and now you do because you have suddenly become woke and uh it just doesn't matter and just don't listen to them or take them seriously and if they have a good movie watch it if they have a good opinion awesome if they have a bad opinion yeah you're an actor it's cool but if a politician says the same thing if a politician is like 
just uh, racism in america is bad then slap to the shit out of them because they let, literally enable cops in india to do what they're doing and it's a known fact in india is not even a discussion you meet a cop you better kiss the cop's ass or you're screwed unless you're the son of some minister ironic so just why does everyone care can't you see the irony in your question that how can they be hypocritical when you yourself are hypocritical and the biggest irony is that me a comedian is telling you that so that's any time this question happens every time i get this question over and over again celebrities are not speaking up enough for body shaming why should they man they're here to entertain you and if they get into social causes great awesome and if they're not getting into social causes how the fuck does it matter at all it doesn't matter at all what matters is the victims not who are talking about it it doesn't some comedian makes a joke about something people are offended at the fact that the comedian is making fun of a group but no one cares about the actual group they are attacking the comedian it just makes no sense to me so i have made this about myself there's a lizard there's a lizard baby lizard here i think he has a question for me renika prince that's a wonderful name it's a wonderful renika prince how far do you scroll when you look to answer questions this this far renika i scroll down a lot to reach this place now we have questions from instagram vishnu ravi prasad says i've noticed that in recent stand up comedy specials comedians have stopped shooting intro sketch sequence what a great observation for example the most interesting person in the room relatively relatable yours sincerely and even western comedian like jerry seinfeld had a very brief intro se- sequence for 23 hours to kill is the trend changing and could you throw some light on this loved your special i've been following your stand up journey from youtube since 2014 thank you vishnu are you also oh you have a mic photo that means you are also doing comedy vishnu very simple drop offs audience drop off if they see an intro sequence audience retention span is so bad that if they don't see a joke in 30 seconds they drop off that's the sad truth i have the complete opposite approach this is not my call when you are doing such a big project for netflix or amazon you have to listen to what everybody is saying because they're paying money when i do a self produced project like simple game i make sure that the intro song is long because if you don't have the patience to listen for 30 40 seconds and you judge something within 5 minutes of watching it don't watch my content because i'm trying to do something more than just is it entertaining and if you want to see something entertaining you can go to my instagram and i'll put some 1 minute fun video but if i'm putting 40 minutes of something and you expect every second to be entertaining then that's a big problem you're basically a child you're basically a child who needs something in front of your face to entertain you and i'm sorry then watch pogo nothing against pogo great content so yeah vishnu literally people's attention spans are so bad that you have to remove an intro sequence and get to the joke anyway that doesn't matter because technically they'll see the first 5 minutes and be like this sucks why hasn't this piece of content improved my life it can't it can't ramesh your life sucks alex and xoxo that tune call take that cake which you played in your special seems to have the potential to be a great song thank you i mean even though the real challenge in, in writing a song is making seamless transitions between verse chorus and bridge the riff was nonetheless catchy 
I don't know if you have aspirations. Nicely, he gave a backhanded compliment. You could have just stopped at a great song. I don't know if you have aspirations to enter the music industry, but my question is, do you think people can get good at multiple art forms like comedy and music? Um, because Will Smith, bro, the OG. Uh, because inherently, there are a lot of overlap between art forms in some way. When you try out different art forms, Vishal Bharatwaj. What do you think it would be? I'm just going to name random names. Uh, would it be possible to do at the high level that you now perform at? And do you think it will be a worthwhile endeavor? I think a lot of artists do multiple things and you haven't noticed. Like Vishal Bharadwaj who does music, directs. Um, Farhan Akhtar acts, directs. Um, Amir Khan <laughs> directs. Yeah, Justin Timberlake also acted a little bit. Um, Robert Downey Jr. sings. Um, who's that guy, dude? Ah. Uh, he passed away. I forgot his name. Shit. He played Tesla in uh, The Prestige. I'm going to Google this. I don't have a guy like other people do uh, to Google it for them. So it, this is this is my other guy. Uh, this is when I miss, miss Asher. Tesla actor Prestige. David Bowie. Bowie. Yes. So David Bowie... He's a freaking singer and he, he does a lot of acting gigs and he's a fantastic actor. A lot of people do it. And the people who do it well, you don't notice it. Like Ro uh, Robin Williams did uh, comedy, acting, animated works. And it's so seamless that you don't notice it. When they do it badly is when you notice it. Like um, that guy, Tera, 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 Suru. That guy. Nothing against him, and I think he's also super cool. And congratulations to his career. Because anyone else would have told him not to sing, but he did it. And he's huge. Himesh Reshamia. You're the OG, man. I have respect. Anyone who, if the world tells them not to do something and they do it anyway, super duper respect. Because, man, what motivation. Not making fun of him. I think he's great. Abhi Nain Nahi Baje. Oh, God. Please don't ever do comedy. He can so I have this recurring thought in my mind. And I often have a lot of inner conflicts with myself on this topic. It is that, is it really necessary to show it on social media on things you believe in? Ha! <laughs> You're talking my language, bro. I've had a couple of arguments with my friends on how I don't post any stories related to the important issues. So some of them have come to the conclusion that I'm sort of sexist MF. <laughs> how do you be sort of sexist, dude? Which is not the case. Thank you for clarifying. I just don't feel like posting about stuff before I know everything about it. And if I do know about it, I don't want to put it out into everyone's face. Like, see, I believe in this. <laughs> when none of them asked. This is so true and funny. But on the other hand, not spreading awareness about important issues make it go unnoticed. True. True. So do you have a suggestion? You have answered the question. This is great. It's a great question, Abhinayan. I think you should get into comedy. Um... Yeah, dude, I completely agree. You know, when the Kerala floods happened, I got a lot of hate that I was posting about a campaign I was doing abroad. And I'm Malayali. So I did what I had to do to help the floods. I will not tell you why, what I did and why I did it. Uh, I did some stuff which helped and I don't want to post about it because that's ridiculous. And a lot of people are like, you're Malayali, you haven't posted this. And uh, after a while, I was like, okay, you know what, I'll post it. And I posted it. And everyone kept quiet after that. They were like, okay. And I was like, that's all you wanted? You just wanted me to put a post? That doesn't mean I've helped. But they're like, no, you posting raise awareness. I'm like, I don't think so, man. I think what people post on social media is literally not real. So if they post their beliefs, not true at all. 
lot of people who are bigots pretend to be liberal and they seem really nice on social media hey man i could be a horrible person who knows but i'm so good at social media that you think i'm incredibly sweet and warm man what if i punch puppies man what if i drown cats <laughs> second part is true nidhis 23 says i love your simple can videos and loved your netflix special even more with an extra e uh as important as it is to have views on politics equality policies and all the controversial things that are happening around the world do i need to post about in social media and have conversations revolving around these topics my friends yes the same question i think i took both of them um it's very emotionally draining such conversations more often than not lead to bitterness in friendships we love our friends for who they are and not for things like which political party they support or what their views on controversial issues might be ah okay i kind of agree and disagree yeah you don't have to talk about everything on social media but talk about it to your friends 100% please talk to your friends about what they think about politics and what their views are and uh, by controversial i don't i hope you're not talking about gossip shit but uh you can say that ca and nrc is controversial but talk about it please do you need to know what your friends are thinking you need to know what company you are surrounded with you also need to know that you're not in a bubble i was doing a college gig and um, i thought that the college kids were aware of certain things and i was in the green room and i asked them a question i'm not going to tell you what it was and i and i thought that they would know what it was and they didn't which shocked me i was like oh my god this is the audience that i thought would know about it but they didn't so that made me realize holy shit like you have to constantly keep cross checking um not cross checking is not the right word Co- constantly updating yourself with the company you keep and the mindset your friends or family have it's very important dude you're living with them they are support system you need to know if how they think and also why they think that way not to get in an argument i think you're getting drained because you're arguing with them which i understand arguing is very emotionally draining but please do it it's better than living under a bubble please do it is the second last question hey there kenny cushion cushion <laughs> cushion hey there kenny i got a question i'm a student in hong kong and i've sort of experienced the protests in hong kong as well as the ca and rc protests here adding the pandemic the climatic issues and the protests in us last week the world is ellipses unstable i guess do you think this insatiability the instability <laughs> insatiability will be our future and if it will how would one navigate through life with something big happening every week ah uh, i don't know bro why would you ask me this man that's literally like saying what happens after death i don't know kushin i don't know it's i was kind of consoling myself by saying it's the internet that we know everything that's why we are bombarded with so much information that's also what dave chapel was talking about in his special about our generation has an empathy overload because if every week there's a tragedy you can't feel bad for everything after a while you become numb that's what i thought was happening but now it's just I don't even know what's happening with the whole lockdown being released and I'm like I think for a change the world has given up and it's a it's a welcome change from when the world thought they knew 
exactly what the shit was going on. I think it's humbling. And uh, again, I'm saying this from a position of privilege. It's not affected me yet. But a lot of people are getting affected. And I don't know, Kushan, if it's going to get better. But I think our generation is going to be, I this is what I feel, the most cynical, most PTSD-driven, most aversion to risk there has been. Because literally... All the advice my my parent generation gave me makes no sense now because of the pandemic. All the business advice you got from top businessmen doesn't apply at all. All of it is out the window. It's like the world hit a reset button. So, yeah, good luck to all of us. You know what? We'll continue though. Simple game. Uh, Ria Dasdar, last question of the episode. Hi, Kenny. Listening to you has always been refreshing. I'm a teacher and I teach in the primary section. Oh, yo, that'll be cute. I love my job, but I feel the people always look down on this job. Welcome to the club. And it is seldom addressed anywhere. I have addressed it. I have done a se- lot of stand-up bits about teachers being underpaid. In, in, my, in my famous video clip, why I don't know jokes about politics, which you will hear now. Teachers don't get paid uh, enough. They don't get paid enough at all in any, any part of our country. Teachers, when they go to the principal, they're like, can we get some benefits? <laughs> Students hate us, you hate us, parents hate us. Can we get some benefits? <laughs> principal, yeah? Two months summer holiday, you also get. <laughs> yes, that part. The sad part is most of the teachers themselves look down on this profession. Would you like to talk about it? Hey, Ria, have you not been listening? I already did it. And the problem is not fixed. What? Does that mean what celebrities say doesn't matter? Hmm. Would you... Uh, I must say your Netflix special is awesome. Ria, thank you. You have good taste. You're definitely the most interesting person in the room. Take care. Ria, first of all, congrats on having a job you like. And teaching primary kids must be wonderful. Small kids are super cute. And I hope they don't drive you up the wall and you enjoy it. I don't understand, Ria, why teachers are paid less. Makes no sense. Who was saying this? There's some internet forward that football players... If what rappers and football players were paid less and teachers were paid more, the world would be a better place. But everything's like that. The world is not as simple. The world is not fair. I hope uh, you get paid decently and I hope teachers' payments go up. And I hope one day education will be the main focus. If there's any regrets I have in my life, even singular regret is the, the shithole quality of education I got in my school. And I would like to say that I'm a very bright student. And if I had even remotely good teachers, again, not their fault. They have no incentive to teach in a horrible system where that doesn't pay them or respect them. I would have turned out so differently. So much potential. And and it's so insane to think about all the kids out there who have so much potential, but are in such a toxic environment that they'll never reap its benefits and how the good teachers get screwed by politics in the school and uh, they are underpaid and they have no motivation and no benefits and especially now the pandemics happen i don't know how teachers are managing literally the future of every society is built upon its education and we still have to convince people that it's important it's very bizarre but ria at least you have primary kids who are sweet and come and hug you and not adolescent boys who are going through boners in class. And 
and you know that about that weird thing no where there's only one, there's always one teacher in school who's a hot teacher so i really i hope you're not the hot teacher because boys have some terrible fantasies <laughs> oh man we were such disgusting shits man i feel like all all our attractive teachers in our school should have should have just like walked out of our class man boys are creepy in that age uh but anyway thank you so much for watching let's on end on that note thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of simple ken i covered a lot of questions in this episode from instagram and from youtube multitasking and uh thank you so much for listening to that song uh, wake up in the morning is going to be on spotify and apple music so is this podcast man what did i say i mean long recording of me talking hope you have a good week I'm dropping some stand-up clips from the special. If you still haven't seen it, please go to Netflix and watch it. The mobile Netflix is a hundred and ninety-nine bucks, guys. Please watch it. It's cheaper than my tickets, so please watch it. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about should I do shows online. I'm not feeling it, but I am excited about making fun content, video content, mini stuff uh, to keep myself sane. And and the simple can audience is uh, honestly my my favorite. niche of people that i like interacting with so thank you for for following and uh, please watch this till the end hmm don't uh, don't do drop off anyway guys bye bye tata -ta.